You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, episode 227. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed. I'm Christina Cantor's speaker, coach, and founder of The C Method, where I'm all about helping high-performing professionals develop powerful communication and speaking skills. You can learn more at thecmethod.com. Now, this week, we're taking a break from our regular programming. If you've been tuning into the podcast recently, you'll know that I am currently traveling through the US and now in Canada with my gorgeous husband, Mr. Aaron Heath, who is joining me on the show today. Hi, Aaron. Hello. And we're speaking kind of quietly because we're in an Airbnb and we don't really want to wake the neighbors. So we're trying to be a little quiet, which is a bit unusual for us because normally we're the loudest people around. Would you agree? Uh, Yeah, I suppose so. (laughs) Although coming from New York, they're pretty loud there. They are pretty loud. So what we're doing this week is we're taking a break from our regular programming. If you've been listening to the podcast for the last few weeks, um, you'll know that we've been doing some episodes that are a little different to what I normally talk about on this podcast. So if you want to hear podcasts that are more related to communication, um, communication in the workplace, public speaking, leadership skills, um, working well with your team, then I encourage you to check out some of the previous episodes. But today... We're talking all about New York City because we just spent the last week there and on the plane um, as we were flying over from, um, we flew New York to Toronto to Vancouver, we're now in Squamish, Um, I was starting to write down, you know, all the cool things that I loved about New York and I thought, why don't we do a podcast about it? So if you have been to New York or if you're thinking of visiting New York, here are some cool things that we loved that we want to share with you. So... First off. First off, when we got there, uh, we went and saw a Broadway show. We did. And we uh, saw Beetlejuice. What yes. did you think about it, Aaron? I really enjoyed it. I'd seen the film. Christina had not seen the film. And I think she still really enjoyed it. Without... I loved it. Okay, there you go. She loved it. Oh, look, I love Broadway musicals. Like the glitz, the dancing, the jazz hands. I just love it. It's just one of my favorite things. And I'm always so overwhelmed by like how talented these people are. I'm like, how do you do that? Like they just sing unbelievably well, you know, like better than anyone you'll see like on The Voice, right? And they're dancing at the same time and they have to do it eight times a week, you know. So, but a tip that I have, if you are going to see a Broadway show is if you don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on a ticket, you can go line up and get a half price ticket. So we went to the tickets booth. It's T-K-T-S booth. Yeah, it's in Times Square and we suggest getting there. It opens at 10. We got there at about 20 to 10, mm. quarter to 10. Um, I'm sure if you got there a bit earlier, you know, it probably wouldn't be such a wait. We waited maybe... 35 minutes, 40 minutes. It was a it was a long queue, but it does move pretty quickly. And when you get to the front, you just say, these are the tickets I want. And then they give you the next best available one. So we got them for half price. They were still 80 bucks US. Um, so it's not like super cheap, but for a Broadway show, you know, it's still cheap because it was half price. So that was the first thing. And you can see Times Square while you're there and have your eyes assaulted by the largest television screens ever. Yes, Times Square is definitely one of those places that you go once and check out. 
Um, okay. The second thing that we highly recommend in New York. Oh, by the way, we're doing 10. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> we're doing 10. Okay. We're doing 10. <laughs> Aaron's like, that's news to me. He's like, what? I got to stay up for 10, nine more. It's all good. We'll make this uh, not too long. Um, number two is go see the graffiti walls in Astoria and Bushwick. Aaron, can you tell me what is the significance of graffiti in New York? Graffiti is uh, one of New York's greatest exports, in my opinion, along with hip-hop. It's the birthplace of it, unless you consider, you know, the um, cave paintings and things like that graffiti. But, you know, what we view as graffiti was modern-day graffiti started in New York. Hmm. And the calibre of the artist there is just unbelievable. Yeah. I... I must have taken 50 photos in the space of an hour or two and was sending them to all my friends back in Melbourne. Uh, they were very appreciative. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they're just so well done. And one of the best things was we discovered some of them by accident. We were staying at a friend's place in Brooklyn and walked over to Bushwick, which is like the neighbouring suburb, and we came across, like, it was this really hipster area with, like, you know, like fancy coffee and vintage stores and there were all these amazing graffiti walls around there which were really cool. Mm, it was essentially, uh, if you're from Melbourne, it was like a rip-off of sort of Fitzroy and Collingwood sort mm. of thing. It, um, very expensive too for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's New York. Everything's expensive there. Um, I, I don't know. There was, you know. What was, che- what was cheap? What was cheaper than home? I thought the deli sandwiches were adequately priced and they were cheaper than Melbourne. Oh, ooh, that's number three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number three thing that we loved oh. about New York were those awesome neighbourhood local corner shop delis. It should have been number one, but Christine is all about Broadway. But if it's... That could be mm, number one. If yeah, it's but... my number one, that was the number one. Because <laughs> you would go in there and they would have, and this is no exaggeration, they would have... 45 different sandwiches that you could just pick from the board plus the make your own ones plus the make your own salad they would just and everything's fresh and beautiful yeah and it was but but you're it's just option city mm. and i love that they're everywhere as well and cuz in australia like we have we used to have like the local milk bar where you'd go and you'd buy milk and bread and newspapers and they've mostly all died out because they've been completely overrun by, you know, the major supermarkets. But what I loved in New York is that you've got so many of these like small, you know, mum and pop owned um, delis and they're doing a roaring trade. So we love, we, we would go in there and get bagels with like bacon, egg, sausage and cream cheese and regular cheese. Oh, but yeah, and it was fantastic. Coffee, and I got to say, I'm going to be very anti Melbourneian and say that I love American coffee. I love it. I do not love American coffee, but they are starting to make proper lattes in Australia. Uh, sorry, in America that are just like Australia, and they're good. See, I just love like the the regular brewed, like pour it out. $1.75, chuck your creamer in. Oh, I love it because I can drink tons of it and it doesn't give me migraines, which is amazing. Anyway, let's move on. Number four is try a new gym class. Um, I'm a big fan of working out when you're on holiday. Not that I've done a lot of it on this trip, um, 
but I, I, I use a, an app called ClassPass. If you haven't heard of it, then definitely check it out. You pay a monthly membership fee. By the way, ClassPass doesn't pay me to say this or anything. Um, you pay a monthly membership fee and all the participating gyms and yoga studios, you could just like sign up for any of their classes and you just book in and go. Um, so I recommend doing that. Um, I did that in Brooklyn and had a great session with one of the trainers. Um, it was GGE Fitness um, and the head trainer, Jerry Joseph, he's this huge guy with like like super built. I mean, he was telling me he trains every day. I mean, of course, he's a trainer. Um, and we had a mess up with class pass with the app and I actually rocked up at the wrong time. And he was like, you know what? We'll just do a class anyway. So I got a, a PT session, which was amazing. Um, I'm still feeling it today and I've been struggled walking downstairs all day. Um, but, you know, great experience. So I highly recommend checking out um, a new class while, you, if, while you're in New York because there are many, many studios. And if you're in Brooklyn, check out GGE Fitness Studios. Um, and I'll link that um, up in the show notes as well if you want to um, check that out. Number five is? Coney Island, which mm. was my choice mm-hmm. because as a kid – uh, I'd watched The Warriors uh, many, many, many times. And it's like this, um, I guess it's like a pseudo gang movie, like a, but it's a very culty movie. And um, they start off in the Bronx and they have a big get together, all the gangs of New York. And then it all goes sideways. And then The Warriors have to make it back from the Bronx to Coney Island and it wasn't just me who uh, equates Coney Island with the Warriors because there was a bunch of people down there with Warriors T-shirts that were selling Warriors T-shirts, and I was like, "Hmm, I knew there was a reason I came <laughs> here." And it's and it's got the oldest theme park, or not theme park, but most iconic, like one of the first, wasn't it? Yeah, one of the first like parks with lots of rides. It's got a Ferris wheel. Fi- a Ferris, a very old Ferris wheel, but it's got an old roller coaster that's like a hundred years old. It's like so old you wouldn't go on it. Yeah, it's broken down <laughs> a few times in the last couple of years. And when we were online, we were like, maybe we won't go on it. We'll just look at it. Yeah. I mean, we are going to Disneyland at the end of our trip. Star Wars World. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah. So I'm leaving the rides for, for then. Um, but it was great vibes down at Coney Island. It's yeah. great fun. You know, you've got the massive boardwalk and there were people like, I don't know who they were, but like groups of people pumping music from huge speakers and people just dancing and having a great time. Yeah. So, and the beach is there as well. So yeah, we didn't touch the beach, but people go there for the beach. But we like, we live on the beach at home. So mm. for us, we're like eh, beach, but it was beautiful to look at. Yeah. Yeah. It was lovely. <laughs> okay. Let's keep moving. Number six, I had Times Square. We already kind of talked about Times Square, um, but something that I hadn't done before, and I have been to New York before, um, something I hadn't done before is go to FAO Schwartz, the toy store. I think that's where Tom Hanks goes in big. I'm not absolutely sure, but they did have the piano. The, pian- the, oh, the, the floor piano. The floor piano. Yeah. And it, it's done like um, – like an old school toy store. I think it's been there over a hundred years and it was just cool to go to mm. it. Um, there's also the obligatory Hershey store, M&M store, lots, oh of, God. lots of chocolate, lots of um, bad food, all that kind there of jazz. Was a, there was like a, 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 like a food truck thing inside the Hershey's store just selling s'mores. 
We didn't buy any. <laughs> we didn't. We did not. We didn't buy anything from the Hershey's store. But we did make some random guy who worked there pose for photos with us. And it took me like two minutes to like catch his attention because he was just in his own world. And I was he like, was hey. the floor. I was like, hey, do you want to get in this photo? And he, even though he was looking straight at me and I was talking to him, he was still looking at me like, what? I find that New Yorkers are like, you know, if they've got their headphones in, they're just... They've just tuned everything out. Yeah, but he didn't have headphones in. <laughs> well, he was tuning people out anyway. Yes. Because of his job. It's so funny. Like, we were on the subway, and I think I'm skipping forward to number 10, which is ride the subway and give the buskers a dollar. Um, uh, yeah, that we had a mariachi band, which which were really good. Christina tried to give them money, but they left too early. Yeah, so they just ran out the door, and I was all, like, oh. For all you mariachi bands playing in the uh, subway in New York, wait around. You'll get more money. <laughs> We saw a trumpet player. Oh, the trumpet player was great. There's something I love about New York. You have like all these really talented musicians going there to like, you know, make it big or, you know, you know, find work. And they they perform in the subway and like in the parks, like to make some extra cash. And so you get treated to these really great musicians while you're there. Yeah, it's not like Melbourne where they give the guy a busking permit and he's just got the tops of um, cans and just bottles. banging on a drum. Banging. Not even a drum, it's a... No, it's, it's an like, upside down bucket. Yeah, it's upside down buckets <laughs> and the tops of the buckets and the tops of cans and just random shit. Hey, they gave me a busking license. Yeah, but you had a ukulele and you can sing. I'm still not very good. No, you were fine. I'm better than the drum banging guy. And the kids gave you money. People gave you money. You did well. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad gave me money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, number seven, I had meet a friend for lunch. Yes, so make a friend if you don't have one in America <laughs> and get them to tell you where to have lunch because uh, America is one of those places where there is good food, but you need to be in the know. Mm, for sure. And something that we love to do when we travel is to um, create an authentic local experience. Um, So one of the rules of traveling is never eat at a restaurant or a bar that's like adjacent to or on the street that's, you know, right angles to or next to a tourist landmark. Like absolutely steer clear. We learnt that in Rome and and it works with every single country. I think my parents... My parents went to New York early this year and my mum texted to say, oh my God, we just went to a restaurant next to Central Park and paid $27 for a bagel or like something ridiculous. Um, so all you got to do is like, well, firstly, to avoid that, you go a few streets away from the tourist landmark. Um, but another great thing you can do is to find someone who lives there and say, hey, where do you go for lunch? Or if you have... Um, friends come visit you or if you're going out for a family birthday where would you take your family on a special occasion um so that's what we did with um my friend franklin who lives there we were saying hey where should we go and he recommended a a great ramen place that we went to um and then we also visited my friend um anthony fasano he runs um the engineering career coach podcast he, we met with him in New Jersey, so it's a little bit further out in New York, but he's like, hey, come to this great coffee roaster place. So we went to this awesome coffee place that we wouldn't have normally found no, otherwise. And it was a, a really cute little town. It looked like something out of a movie, so it was cool to go to. Yeah, that was amazing. So meet a friend or at least a local for lunch. Um, 
Number or, eight. Or accost them in the street and tell and ask them, where can I get good food? And don't tell me in and out or in and out burger. <laughs> yeah, or some some Don't chain tell me restaurant. to go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, not Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Although we did go to IHOP and that was okay. <laughs> mm, IHOP was actually good. There's like a thousand Americans groaning right now going, Oh, you did not go to IHOP. We went to IHOP. They haven't been there and they haven't enjoyed the the luxury that is IHOP. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Um, Aaron, this one's your one. Do a hip-hop tour. Oh, we did a hip-hop tour with Hush Tours. Uh, we'll put a link to that as well. Mm. Uh, it was great. Um, one of the guys from Crash Crew run it. Sometimes Grandmaster Kaz runs it. Uh, they took us all over the place. They took us to the birthplace of the first block party where Cool Herc lived. Uh, Who's they, Cool Herc? Cool Herc is like the grandfather of hip-hop. Um uh, where else did we go? Oh, we went to Spanish Harlem. Uh, they There was a breaking crew from Portugal. Oh, that was random. So, like, we went to this basketball court and one of the tour guides was like, hey, who knows what breaking is? How did it originate? And we're all standing around going, oh, yeah, you know, because they dance to the break of the beat. And then he goes, all right, I'm going to put on some music. And he goes, you'll know what it looks like, so I'm just going to let you, like, anyone here want to bust a move? And I'm like, what? He does he want us to break dance? Like, <laughs> what? And then all of a sudden, like this young Portuguese guy who was on the tour, who'd not said a word, like the whole tour, like there was a, this bunch of guys that were just so quiet, didn't say a word. He just g- walks into the middle and just starts spinning on his head. And we're like, what? And then one by one, they like jump in and they're all really good breakers. Yeah, they were, they were proper they're a crew. crew. Uh, I think they were called Momentum Breakers. We'll we'll try to find their link or, yeah. or a video for them. Um, they also had a bunch of little kids there who were awesome as well. They, they were, were, doing they were like, plants though. They they brought them in and um, yeah, they were they like knew the tour people. Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, I'm standing there going, hang on a second, like, are they all these people plants? But it was cool. Like we were treated to this like break dancing, like performance yeah which is amazing and we also went to the street where um they brought biggie smalls's uh casket out you would have if you're a hip-hop person you would have seen it online where yeah. they they start playing his song and the whole street breaks out yeah. into like you know like a almost like a party you know it's 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 if you haven't seen it go online have a look at it it's amazing so yeah we went to these all these iconic um, places in hip hop. Yeah, we went to Dougie Fresh's um, projects, and we yeah, went, and I, we went, I knew nothing about anything, and I was like, "What? What is this building?" And everyone's like frothing at the mouth, going, "This is so exciting! I've always wanted to come here." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Um, so did mean to like, mm. you know, dampen your spirits. I, I I tried to play along, you know. Yeah. I clapped. I I I yelled out "Hey ho!" like in yeah. the in the van, and they played like, lots of hip hop. They like pumped the hip hip hop in, in the bus. It was great. So hip hop tour, hush hip hop tours, um, a great great crew to hang out with. Um, number nine, so nearly there, is the outdoor cinema at Dumbo, which is stands for down under. Oh no, I'm gonna stuff this up. Down under, uh, something bridge, Manhattan. Oh no, it's something about like down under the bridge over overpass, Manhattan Bridge overpass. But it's down, there's like, it's called like Brooklyn Bridge Park under there. Yeah, it's called Brooklyn and, Bridge Park. And in the summertime, they have free movies every Thursday night at this beautiful outdoor 
um, cinema and you can sit there and watch the sunset and you get this great view of the city and there's people there, you know, drinking their expensive beers and you bring your picnic rug out and you have snacks and you watch the movie and um, there's like, you know, food places around there and you can do like canoeing and stuff. So we went last week, which was beautiful, for about 20 minutes. Until we got rained out. (laughs) They come on and they say... Everyone, we're going to have to cancel the movie because there is a horrendous thunderstorm on its way. And everyone's like, what? And 15 minutes later, it poured. It bucketed down like crazy. And um, we had a bit of a, I won't go into the horror Uber story, but we had a horrible time getting home. <laughs> but anyway, if on a non rainy night, the outdoor cinema, at Brooklyn Bridge Park, Dumbo, beautiful, highly recommended. Um, and then final one, number 10, was ride the subway and give the buskers a dollar, yes. which we already talked about. But the um, just riding the subway it's and just walking through the streets of New York, it's like every you know movie you've ever seen from there. It, it feels like a, a, a fake movie set almost most of the time when you're walking around. It's just... It's there's so many iconic locations. Um, hmm. Yeah, it, it's just a it's a great city. The people are pretty nice, surprisingly. Um, what were you expecting? Uh, I wasn't sure. They're a little bit short, like they are in the movies, but um, people are people are pretty nice there. I should well, I, should, I would like to round out this podcast with one communication observation because I can't help myself, but something that I've noticed about New Yorkers, especially coming from the South, because we were in, we were in Florida, then we were in North Carolina from going from there to New York, the New Yorkers speak in like two word sentences. Mm, Not, not like the people from um, Charlotte, Um, shout out to Rob Ingalls. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Rob Ingalls. Hey. Um, Like we went to Chipotle because I love Chipotle to get like this takeaway, you know, Tex-Mex food and um, you go there and they look at you, they're like, what do you want? And you're like, "Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, a bowl um, uh, with chicken, rice or beans. Uh, (laughs) I I think I want um, beans, salad. (laughs) And like they, (laughs) and it took about 15 seconds for them to make this burrito bowl, which was like a Mm. record, like it was so fast. And when we were at the airport and we got the same sort of thing, it was seven eight minute you know time frame from them from us ordering it to them finishing it up it took forever i was like can we have a burrito and the guy like slowly walks over to the pile of tortillas slowly picks one up moves it over places it on the grill um yeah so anyway when you're in new york you got to be assertive you got to know what you want and don't be don't freak out if people start talking in really short sentences they're not angry they're not mad they just communicate very short and assertively. So thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you've uh, enjoyed listening to our stories from New York. Yeah, and, um, we hope you can get there soon and enjoy it. For sure. We will be back next week. Regular programming does not um, return for a cu- couple more weeks, but we'll be back um, next week probably from LA, maybe with some stories from Disneyland. Maybe some Star Wars stories. Maybe some Star Wars stories. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you real soon. I'm Christina Cantors, and... I'm Aaron Heath. <laughs> this has been Standout Get Noticed.